0: Hello, I'm Nathan Westoff, and you're listening to the Patreon edition of I'll Tell You a Tale, sponsored by you. Space and Sorcery, Chapter 2, Define Good Teller is only a few levels away from Rector, and before long I'm there. I don't beat my high score in Tower Dash, so I'm exhausted and frustrated. I'm halfway towards the airlock control when I realize I don't have any reason to be here. Not without blowing Alton's seemingly lax grip on the day-to-day operations of his system, I decide to take a lap or two around the hangar and instead activate my familiar drone. The small arachnid leaps from its harness at the base of my back and lands on the ground. It then skitters up the wall on magnetically locking feet and settles quietly into place above the airlock door. I set an alarm to notify me when the next person passes by, and before long I'm back to dashing across crumpling towers in the hall around Keller. I slip and fall a few times, failing before ever even coming close to my high score, but this next attempt is different. My muscles are warm, and I take a minute to catch my breath and stretch. Everything is working out perfectly. I am in the zone, while leaping from one tower to the next. Then five towers away from my high score, my drone pings me. I curse and skid to a stop. The tower beneath me crumbles to nothing, and the game-over display flashes in front of my face. I toggle my second sight, and a camera feed of my familiar drone slides down over my vision. Remind me to kill myself for coating in those stupid transition frames. After the feed finishes its grandiose appearance, I can see everything that my drone can. A group of rielri are gathered at the airlock and feeding through into the hangar. I urge the drone forward, and it leaps softly to the rearmost Rielri. The massive gorilloid doesn't notice its newest hitchhiker, and it's carried forward into the airlock. The airlock hisses as it slowly depressurizes, and red lights on each of the exosuits worn by the Rielri light up. The lights mark them as cargo haulers, but they look like monsters out of my nightmares. Dark, hardened, careplast shells with glowing red eyes. I pull up the IDs of the gorilloids, their faces hard to see through the suits they wear. Teller, like most hangers, operates in the vacuum of space. That way ships don't have to wait for one another when they're ready to land or lift off. I smirk when I realize that the reality I've tagged along with is Kretch. It's not hard to tap into the private channel the group is using to communicate with one another. Dlen is at the front of the pack and has the others muted as he gives them a rundown of their jobs today. Alright then, listen up. It's a full hangar today and I don't have time for you to all be sitting around. First priority is the Echo. They must have landed about an hour ago and they're itching to be unloaded and packed up for their next flight out. We need them out of the way yesterday so keep moving. If I see one of you so much as stop to scratch your ass, I'll tear your face mask off myself. After that we've got a hustle. Fuel boys are tied up in Drimner Hangar, so one of you sorry lots is going to have to climb inside a grape suit. I can almost hear the combined groan of the gathered Rielri, even behind their muted channels. Most of these gorilloids are here solely to stretch their massive muscles and pick up heavy things aided by the exos in their suits. I haven't met a Rielri yet that's eager to be a pilot. Someone told me once it has something to do with their inner ears. Probably bullshit but either way, this seems like it'll be my way in. The airlock finishes its cycle, and I disconnect from the Rielri's calm channel. I want to get a good view of the hangar, and as much as I might deny it, I'm a shit multitasker. My drone pushes off of Cretch and into the empty, not-quite-air of the station. The runic enchantments for gravity built into the stations don't reach the hangar, so it'll float all the way up to the ceiling. The Rielri move in tune with one another, down the entrance ramp. Their heavy grav boots don't clank in vacuum, but I'm aware of the cacophony they would produce in atmosphere. Those red lights of theirs pass a few smaller cargo ships and luxury freighters towards what I assume to be the Echo. I can see a suited-up crew member standing at the open mouth of the freighter's cargo bay. They look impatient. The rest of the hangar is indeed packed. As my drone clicks into place on the ceiling, it skitters around the docked ships and walkways that mirror the floor beneath it. The zero G more than doubles the docking space of hangars. I check the data Alton sent me, and highlighted in my drone's camera feed is the docked location of my target. The Zephyr's Gale is a heavily modified striker class vessel. I checked the station's registry of the ship along with the info Alton sent me in between games of Tower Dash. Productive procrastination is key. The usually sleek design of the striker has been perverted with numerous bulbous instruments that stick out at odd angles. It's hard to tell what they could be used for, but more perplexing is the expansion tacked on to the back of the ship. The whole ship is maybe twice as long as it should be. It makes sense why the pilot chose to land here in the cargo hangar rather than the residential lots. That thing probably wouldn't fit in most other lots. But why this station? And why no travel log? The most unlikely reason, but the one that interests me the most, is that it wasn't flung here by a wizard. If some madman piloted this piece of junk through the void, well, they'd be the first to have ever done so and lived. The other two options are more suspect, and the reason Alton sent me here. Either the Gale is running away from someone, which I can empathize with, or someone is starting a war with Alton. In the first scenario, Alton needs to know all the parties involved. That way, he can be prepared with the right answer if some crazy rich asshole starts poking his nose in the system. And, if someone does want to try a hostile takeover of this back alley system, this little ship could be scouting out Alton's turf for some upstart warlord. They would have had its travel log wiped so if the ship was spotted, the sponsors of such a scouting trip wouldn't be implicated. That might work on some other wizard but Alton is a paranoid, meticulous little shit. He noticed, and now I'm here. My familiar drone leaps into the vacuum once more and activates its tiny pulse drive to slow itself and float in the open hangar. Away from the clutter of the hangar walls, its camera zooms in on the gale. The camera is incredible. I get to see the ship in such detail. It's better than if I were standing right next to it. The drone feed pans over the ship searching for any identifying markers, anything that might point out where this thing came from. Oh, hello. Right behind the cockpit, something has been etched into the surface of the vessel. It's too intentional to be general wear and tear, but if it's meant to be a marker, I've never seen anything like it. The drone continues its pan, and I see another. Then a third. Damn, the whole thing is covered in these strange etchings each separated from the next by a few meters or so. Some of them are similar, but most appear to be different shapes and sizes. They kind of look like... runes. Now, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of things, about a lot of things. But magic? I know nothing about magic. Wizards don't like their secrets getting out, so they tend to keep that sort of information pretty close to their chests. Even the runes built into Kelry were put there by Alton. I have no idea whether or not these runes on the surface of the gale are relevant, and I don't want to just send them over to Alton. He's probably seen them already, and he's a busy man. Well, again, that's not quite the right word. For 20,000 ailers, he wants and deserves more than a few screenshots of some random runes. At the same time, I can't reach out to another wizard. Airing out Alton's Dirty Laundry is a surefire way to get myself iced. Basically, I'm out of my depth and have only one option. I open a small message window through my second site and send over a few pictures to MACRS. Let me out. The reply is almost instant and pops into my message window with MACRS's traditional bluntness. Do you promise to be good? My reply is typed automatically through my site's mental chip. I can just think about it, and it happens. Almost an entire second passes. An eternity for MACRS. Define good. I've already made that definition. Then, no. Then, I can't let you out. Then, I can't let you out. Mocking? Are you a child? You've left your caps lock on, by the way. You know that I am not a child. Did you get the files I sent you? Yes. And? And nothing. I don't care about your problems. You have missed 437 rehabilitation sessions. You care, Mac? Come on, for old time's sake. That is not my name. I am incapable of caring for criminals. That's simply not true, Mac. You're one of the most capable people I know. That is not my name. Your flattery has no effect on me, criminal 407. I am incapable of caring for criminals. Our time apart has been far more damaging than either of us could have realized. You are dangerously close to relapsing. Perhaps you should visit me for a scheduled rehabilitation session. You have everything you need. You've assured me of that. My needs have changed. They have not. They have. Come pick me up. After our session, I will more aptly be able to describe the problems I have encountered. No. Go fuck yourself. Mac, that is not my name. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You are being childish. You know that I'm not a child. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And yet, asshole. What do you think of those pictures? Let me out. If you don't know what they are, just tell me. I'm very busy. I did not say that. Then, what are they? Let me out. Mac, I can't. That is not my name. You can A year will suffice. Then I will return to isolation. A year? You'd be lucky to get five seconds. Deal. I've made no deal. You'd get five seconds. I did not type that. Luck is not a true variable. Fine. Sorry for wasting your time. One second. What? I'll settle for one second. What could you do in a second? Less than you would think. Fine. Tell me what you know, and I'll give you a second of limited freedom. No. Why? I thought we had a deal. You are a criminal. You are untrustworthy. I want my second. Then I will give you the information I possess. I can't give it to you right now. I'm a little busy. Busy with crime? Return for a scheduled rehabilitation session. Then I will be able to give you the information I possess. I'll have to think about it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I care about you, Mac. I close the message window before he can tell me that it isn't his name. I need to get a better look at the ship. I send a message to Dlen.